Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. vital is the truth to you? How vital is it? Okay, very important question. Because if you're honest, some people, it's not so important. All right? Other people really want to know, even if the truth goes against their preconceived belief system. I don't know the breakdown of the population there. I, I Based upon all my experience in journalism, I can't come up with a number. You know, I told you that I think 10 to 15 percent of the human population is evil based upon my what I've seen. I don't know this number. okay? but that question, do people want to know the truth? Is at the heart of many problems in America today? And that is the subject of this evening's talking points memo. So there is a poll. about January 6th, okay, by Rasmussen. And the poll is evenly divided between Democrats, Republicans, and independents. The question is, Special Congressional Committee investigated January 6th. Uh, How would you rate the job done by this committee? Okay, poor 38, excellent 29, good 18, fair 11. So 49% are poor or fair, excellent good 47%. Nation split. Split down the middle about it. And the reason is because of Trump. The January 6th committee did not exist for any other purpose other than to say and try to prove, which they did not, that Donald Trump caused the January 6th riot. That was it. There's nothing there. And that's been proven. There was nothing about security there and that that breakdown in security. There was nothing about security. extenuating circumstances or evidence produced that uh, Donald Trump didn't do that. Um, It was just a farce. And 
it doesn't matter because once the committee issued a report, it got two days of coverage. Now it's gone forever. All that money, all that time wasted because it's not going to matter at all. Because serious people know what that was. Now, the 47% who think it did an excellent or good job, are they looking for the truth? I will tell you I don't believe they are. Okay, another poll, uh, University of Massachusetts. Um, Number of questions. Describe the events that took place on January 6th. Select all that apply. You can vote for more than one here. Riot 55. I call it a riot. Protest 49. Obviously, it was a protest. Insurrection 42, 41%. uh, Too strong a word, in my opinion. Rebellion 34, too strong. Uprising 32, too strong. All right. Describe the participants who took part in the events of January 6th. Rioters, 52. I think that's fair. Mob, 47. Okay, I'll go with that. Protesters, 44, certainly. Insurrectionists, 38. Too strong. White nationalists, absurd. Absurd. But 37% of Americans think these were white nationalists in there. All of them. Terrorists, 34. That's absurd as well. Um, Who do you hold most responsible for the violence that occurred at the Capitol? Okay. Trump, 44. There you go. It's the same percentage that thought the January 6th committee did a hell of a job. So you see where the mindset is there. U.S. Capitol Police, 15. It wasn't their fault. All right. Democratic Party, 12. It wasn't the Democratic Party's fault. Antifa, 10. That's absurd. Conspiracy stuff. So who was most responsible the rioters themselves. That's who was most responsible, right? I mean, if you were there, if you were there on that day, would you have gone into that Capitol seeing the windows broken, the doors being slammed down, the police being shoved and spit at and and cursed at? Would you have gone? I wouldn't. I, I, I mean, there's no way. So, again, ask yourself that question. Okay, so that all ties into the reaction of the tape exposition this week on the Fox News channel. All ties in. Whether you want to know the truth or you're going to believe what you want to believe, doesn't matter. Okay, the people that believe Donald Trump wanted that Capitol riot to happen, you are not going to dissuade them. No, no matter how much evidence you pr- uh, produce that Trump ahead of time wanted to alert the National Guard. Uh, you saw his talk peacefully. All that. It doesn't matter. They want to believe Trump incited it. They're going to believe it. Period. Okay. So the tape comes out. The tape was really not much. It really wasn't. <laughs> I mean, you know, we went over it yesterday. If you are a premium or concierge member to BillOReilly.com, you can watch that anytime you want. And you can get a transcript of what I said, which is why I hope you, everybody will consider. Oh, this is history, this program. This isn't just a news program. This is the record. Okay? If you remember, you get a transcript of anything we do. And you put it in a little file. Okay. So... Some Republicans uh, are criticizing Fox News. Roll tape. Clearly, the chief of the Capitol Police, in my view, 
correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on January 6th. So that's my reaction to it. Um, it was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks. But all I know is that uh, there were, yeah, there were a lot of people uh, in the Capitol at the time who uh, I think um, were scared for their lives. So you can, you know, however you want to describe it, but it was, uh, it was an attack on the Capitol. All right, Utah Senator Mitt Romney said this, quote, It's really sad to see Tucker Carlson go off the rails. It's so absurd. He's joining a range of shock jocks that are disappointing America and feeding falsehoods. I think it's a very dangerous thing to do to suggest that attacking the capital of the United States is in any way acceptable. And people saw that it was violent, destructive, and should never happen again. But trying to normalize that behavior is dangerous and disgusting, unquote. Mitt Romney. Okay, so... Why are they doing that? Well, Romney and McConnell, they don't have any use for Fox News. I mean, Fox News doesn't like them, uh, generally speaking. So, you know, they've been axed. Thune, I don't know. Um, but clearly, uh, politicians in Washington, all of them, see that FNC is growing weaker by the hour. And it is. But these people that think that FNC is going to disappear or not going to be number one are crazy. Because the older conservative viewers, which comprise most of the Fox News audience now, uh, they're going to stick to FNC. And the other thing is, it's television. And far and away, Fox News has the better talent than MSNBC or CNN. I mean, their talent level at those Democrat liberal networks are very low. They don't really have anybody that kind of, well, I got to watch this person every day, you know? No. So it, they think that um, Fox is going to somehow disappear or be marginalized. It's not going to happen to the core Fox viewer. Everybody else, I'm sorry, but Fox has been damaged almost beyond repair. And if that trial is held in April, that's coming up fast. I think it's going to be delayed myself. And uh, I can't imagine that. FNC is going to parade their executives and talent, you know, in that courtroom. I, so a settlement, you know, that looks like will might happen and it'll be a big number. That's for sure. But if there is a trial that'll, you know, come on every day, it'll be it'll be televised. <laughs> it's just hard to hard to see that. And that's a memo. This is a very dangerous situation. So let's begin. Last Friday, March 3rd, four Americans from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, drove down to the border, crossed into Mexico from the Brownsville, Texas sector. They were in a town called Matamoros, which is run by drug cartels. Almost immediately after crossing the border, they were ambushed by gunmen. As it stands now, two of the Americans are dead and two have been returned across the border to the FBI. So two are dead, two are across the border in FBI hands. The deceased are being autopsied in Mexico. 
Now, I'm going to give you the names, but I don't know. The press doesn't know at this point who's dead and who survived. So there are four Americans. Latavia McGee, 33 years old, driver of the vehicle, mother of six. Her friend said that she was traveling to Mexico to have cosmetic surgery, a tummy tuck. With her, Shaid Woodward, Eric James Williams, Zindel Brown. Okay, again, we don't know who's dead and who survived. We will know soon. Now, I have a few questions right away. You want to get a tummy tuck, you can do that in South Carolina easy. Okay, and the cost differential isn't that great. When you add in the travel and the gasoline and everything else you have to do to go to a foreign country. So there had to be another reason these four were going down. Maybe they were going down for a vacation or an adventure. Okay, I've told you many times, do not travel to Mexico. All right. Um, It is a dangerous country, period. And I know millions of Americans do, but, you know, you can take it or leave it when I tell you stuff like that. A Mexican resident was also killed in this situation. And this poor woman was a bystander. She was just standing on the street and bullets cut her down. Okay. There has been one arrest. <laughs> Look, every Mexican official, maybe there are a few that aren't corrupt, but everyone knows if you are an official in Mexico, you are under the philosophy plata o sangre, silver or blood. You either take the bribe money or they kill you and your family. That is the situation. Government cannot protect you, will not protect you. That's Mexico, okay? Plata o sangre. So, one arrest, some token drug addict they just threw to the police or whatever. But whoever ordered this, they're never, ever going to be held accountable. Now, interestingly enough, the situation in Mexico has not permeated the American consciousness. There is a new poll out that lists what Americans think are the most dangerous countries. China is at the top of the list. Okay, then there's Russia, the Koreas, Iran, but there's no Mexico. Now, maybe in the poll, and I don't know this for sure because the poll doesn't matter to me, Mexico wasn't even mentioned, but Mexico right now is the most dangerous country to the United States. And let me back that up with facts, as we always do. Okay, so last year, 58 million fentanyl pills were seized. 58 million and 14,000 pounds of fentanyl powder. More than 100,000 Americans died from drug overdoses, many of that fentanyl. And I think the number is closer to a quarter of a million. So a lot of these people who die, their autopsies, they don't even autopsy them. Okay, so they don't even know. So anyway, in the entire Vietnam War, There were 60,000 Americans killed, just to put it in some kind of perspective. 4,000 pounds of heroin, um, 
444,000 pounds of cocaine, 656 pounds of drugs in general seized coming across the Mexican border. This is insane. This is just, this is poison. And the Biden administration does nothing. This, This is one of the worst presidential policies of all time. Biden ignoring the border, allowing millions of migrants and millions of pounds of narcotics to come in here. I, I, don't, I can't point to a worse presidential policy than I know a lot about the presidents. All right. Now, Biden is culpable, but Mexico more so. So we have a situation where we are being invaded by foreign nationals and narcotics are coming in way more than they ever have before, killing Americans. So you would think that Congress, I mean, we have an incompetent president. There's no doubt about that, right? Um, But you would think Congress would be outraged and do something. Well, we'll see. So Lindsey Graham, Senator Graham, South Carolina, says he's going to introduce a bill to get the military involved. Go. If you continue to give safe haven to fentanyl drug dealers, then you're an enemy of the United States. Seventy to 100,000 people have died from fentanyl poisoning coming from Mexico and China, and this administration has done nothing about it. So Bill Barr's idea about, I'm going to introduce legislation, Jesse, to make uh, certain Mexican drug cartels, foreign terrorist organizations under U.S. law, and set the stage to use military force if necessary to protect America from being poisoned by things coming out of Mexico. All right, so I remember uh, seven years ago. Um, was it seven years ago? Maybe six. I had a conversation with President Trump, private conversation. I said, look, Patriot gives you the authority to designate the Mexican drug cartels as terrorists, terrorist groups. Then you can use the military, drones. If you read Killing the Killers, you'll see how effective our military is in neutralizing terrorists. Okay, he was gonna do it. But then Obrador pled with him not to, and Mexico gave the United States a much more favorable trade deal. So Trump took the trade deal and didn't designate the cartels. Okay, but. I, This was my idea to Donald Trump, and I was disappointed he didn't do it. I think that the criminal situation in Mexico, all right, overrides the trade deal, my opinion. So now I predict that most Democrats will vote against this military action against the drug cartels because they don't give a hoot. They don't care. And certainly Biden would veto it. You can't imagine Biden Biden signing off on this. But it sets the stage for 24, and that's the memo. Jill Biden. Now, I said, and and I I hold to this, that Jill Biden is emerging as a villainess because, number one, she knows her husband is incapable of running this country and wants to see him get four more years so he can do even more damage. That's pretty bad. And there's no doubt that she knows what the deuce is going on. But yesterday, I wonder if you knew this, um, International Women's Day yesterday, okay? So a woman named Alba Ruada 
from Argentina, 46 years old, is awarded Women of Courage Award by Jill Biden and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. So she gets the Woman of Courage Award. Only problem is she's a man or used to be a man or was born a man. On her birth certificate is male, but she's not a male any longer because she's transitioned into a woman of courage. Okay. Now, I don't really have any comment on that. I mean, I think they're, you know, I don't care what they do. (laughs) Really, this is from the heart. I don't care what they do. However, um, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders from Arkansas does care. She tweeted, quote, it's International Women's Day, a good time to remember that Democrats can't even tell you what a woman is, <laughs> unquote. Staying out of it, again, I, I'm, it just doesn't speak to me, as the woke people say. I want everybody to be happy. I do. I want everybody to be happy, every human being. I want them to pursue happiness. That's why I love America, because you get more opportunity to pursue happiness here than anywhere else. Okay, so you know about uh, catch and release, the Joe Biden insane policy at the border, where uh, federal immigration authorities are ordered not to detain people, to, quote, uh, not keep them uh, in custody and to seek an alternative to detention. Alternative to detention means let them go. Hey, guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So a federal judge in Florida has said no. T. Kent Weatherthal. Pensacola, appointed by Donald Trump, has ruled that federal immigration authorities lack the power to implement those alternatives on a widespread basis under existing law. So basically, the judge is saying, look, President of the United States can't make new laws unilaterally. He can't. And Biden is. So uh, is this going to the Supreme Court? I hope so. I hope it does. Once and for all, president can't make laws. Biden won't enforce the laws anyway. Update on Mexico. 
So we had a very interesting interview with a journalist uh, from Mexico City last night. If you're a concierge premium member on BillOReilly.com, you can watch anytime you want. You can get the transcript. Her name is Anna Paulina Ordurica, um, and she is a, let's put, let's put it this way. She buys into one big excuse from Mexico about all the chaos down there. Roll the tape. I think we have a, a problem both in Mexico and in the United States. In the United States, you have a consumption problem. In, the, in Mexico, we have a production and exporting problem. And then we also import U.S. guns. So uh, it's a, I, that's why I think this is a, a problem that involves both our countries. And both our countries need to take it seriously and to cooperate. Well, she has a point, but Mexico is never going to cooperate because most Mexican officials, maybe I should say many, but I believe it's most, are taking bribes. Okay, so they're never going to cooperate with us. But she's correct about the United States is a consumption problem. And drug addicts who use fentanyl and, and heroin and cocaine and methamphetamine are overwhelming the medical system, dying in record numbers, yet they still consume the product. And the Mexican uh, government and many of the people down there say, look, that's your problem. Okay, don't blame us because you have all these American drug addicts. And the system helps, enables the drug addicts. So in places like Portland, Oregon, San Francisco, they'll pay the drug addict. They'll give the drug addict cash to buy the heroin or the fentanyl. Okay, and they'll give them a little place where they can inject it and they'll let them just run wild, do whatever they want in public. So we do have a consumption problem and a government problem. None of that should exist. None of it. Okay, now on the Mexico side, it's just pure, unadulterated corruption. The cartels run the country. We have to take care of that. Mexico won't. Okay, D.C. crime bill, um, insane place. Uh, the mayor is Muriel Bowser, ardent leftist, socialist. Um, they want a new crime uh, legislation that makes it easier for criminals. Okay, so it downgrades violent crimes, robberies, carjackings, and demands uh, trials for misdemeanors, which nobody could possibly do, so all those charges will be dropped. And the resolution to it is in Congress because Congress controls the District of Columbia. That's a federal district. It's not local. Now, they have a local governing. They have to have it. But in the Senate, 81-14 voted against this insane crime bill. 81-14. So here are the 14 who want to help criminals, even violent criminals. Here they are. Senator Dick Durbin, Cory Booker, Ben Cardin, Tammy Duckworth, Maisie Hirano, Ed Markey, Jeff Merkley, Chris Murphy, Jack Reed, Bernie Sanders, Chris Van Holen, Sheldon Whitehouse, Elizabeth Warren, Peter Welsh. All of them are far left. Far, 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 far left. Now, Raphael Warnock, he voted present. <laughs> okay. And Fetterman's in a hospital. He didn't vote. Feinstein is uh, 99 years old. She didn't vote. And a couple other guys didn't vote. 
Um, but it got whacked 81-14. Good. And Biden is not going to veto it. Pete Buttigieg, I said he was finished in uh, the public arena. He is, but he's trying to hold on. Okay. So he didn't go until Trump went to the train site in East Palestine, Ohio, finally went, but it was too late. And uh, the airline thing is still a disaster. But Buttigieg, here's how he replies to his incompetence. Buttigieg is incompetent. Here's how he replies. Quote, it's really rich to see some of these folks, his critics, the former president, these Fox News hosts, who are literally lifelong card-carrying members of the East Coast elite, whose top economic policy priority has always been tax cuts for the wealthy, and who wouldn't know their way around a TJ Maxx if their life depended on it, to be presenting themselves as if they genuinely care about the forgotten middle of the country. Think Tucker Carlson knows the difference between a TJ Maxx and Kohl's, unquote. So this is one of the lamest defenses of a poor record I've ever seen. It's deflect, deflect, deflect. Tax cut for the rich, elite. You know, I like, come on. Okay, so yesterday, JetBlue, 37%. Of all their planes were delayed. Now they're going to say, oh, it's the weather. Okay. Delta, which pretty much competes with JetBlue along the same route system, 21%. So JetBlue, and this is almost going on for a year, it was a year April where I had that confrontation with the JetBlue guy at JFK Airport. And JetBlue hasn't gotten any better. It's the same old thing. They don't have enough pilots. They don't have enough flight personnel. They don't have enough baggage. They don't have enough anything. Yet every day they're open for business, taking people's money and providing this kind of abysmal service. Has Pete Buttigieg, the Secretary of Transportation, done one thing? Is it fined JetBlue? No. Every day. you got to be crazy. <laughs> Fly that airline. I mean, you just have to be. Okay, Atlanta. That is a very interesting story. So in Atlanta, they want to build a police training center. There is a group called Rise Up, which is basically the same as Antifa. Rise Up. Remember that. It organized protests against the building of this police training center in Atlanta. So yesterday, there was some violence. All right, there was a demonstration and uh, people showed up with Molotov cocktails, bricks, and threw them at police, set vehicles on fire, and, uh, you know, did what they do. Thirty-five protesters were arrested. Thirty-three of the 35 were not from Georgia. They were outside agitators. Okay. 23 out of the 35 have been charged with domestic terrorism. That is a federal charge. Because if you tried it in Atlanta, nothing would happen. So keep your eye. Now, are you going to hear about Rise Up from the Biden Justice Department? No, they're after the Catholics. (laughs) They're not. Now you hear about rise up. All right, terrible situation. But again, if you hear anybody reporting that beside me, let me know. Walmart. 
So Walmart is like a cash cow, right? You get good products at the lowest price, you go to Walmart. It's noted for that. That's how the Walmart people have made billions of dollars over the years. There were two stores in Portland, Oregon, two Walmart stores. They're leaving, okay? (laughs) And I used to live in Portland, so I know that was one of the most placid towns when I lived there in the mid-80s that I have ever been to. It rained all the time. It was beautiful. A lot of people stoned on uh, various things. Mellow. Now, it's a combat zone. And that's why Walmart's leaving. So they closed the only two Walmarts in Portland, Oregon. And they say it's because of financial performance. The truth is, it's because of shoplifting. And that, of course, impacts on financial performance. Because the Portland authorities won't prosecute shoplifters. There you go. Fauci. So this guy is really emerging as a major villain now. Fauci was the face of the Centers for Disease Control. Worked for Trump, worked for Biden. Got out there in his little superiority uh, showcase. I'm the science. I'm all that. Okay. So according to the uh, New York Post, in February 2020, Fauci commissioned a paper, scientific paper, to disprove the Wuhan lab leak theory. Because Fauci was invested in the bat theory, not the Chinese lab that COVID leaked out of it. Okay. All along, Fauci has cast aspersions, word of the day, on the lab leak. Go. I have always said that the high likelihood is that this is a natural occurrence. I didn't dismiss anything. I just said it's a high likelihood that this is a natural occurrence from the environment of an animal reservoir that we have not yet identified. Okay, so that's not true according to a whole bunch of investigations. Now, Fauci has ruined the Centers for Disease Control's reputation. You trust them? I don't. But Fauci had a media partner, actually two, NBC News, which we talked about, and CNN. Let's zero in on CNN. Go. Tom Cotton, one of Donald Trump's staunchest allies in the Senate, suggested that the virus might have originated in a high-security biochemical lab in China. In the 1980s, I remember when the far left trafficked in rumors about HIV having been invented in CIA labs. The far right has now found its own virus conspiracy theory. And then there's this theory, widely debunked, This paper from two Chinese researchers that says it is plausible that the virus leaked accidentally from one of two labs near the Wuhan seafood market. Widely debunked by whom? CNN. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So... Fauci had two media partners, which is why I'm spending so much time on this media stuff, okay? And the partners bolstered his false assertion that COVID came from a bat or some other animal. And believe me, that's what he was peddling. So when you have that, when you have somebody peddling something false, a politician or a member of an administration, and then you're backed up with, two powerful media companies, MSNBC and CNN, that takes root. That becomes the truth. But it wasn't the truth, or it doesn't seem to be the truth. So we were deceived. The Heritage Group Foundation is in Washington, D.C. It's a watchdog, but it's a conservative group. They've been trying to get information from the FBI through the Freedom of Information Act. The FBI basically says, blank you, we're not giving you any information. So Heritage is now suing the FBI, all right? Seven separate cases. Here they are. Heritage wants to know all information about the FBI working with Facebook to improperly access political conservative Americans' data. Number one. Number two inappropriate resourcing during the Black Lives Matter riots. Why weren't the FBI monitoring those riots? That's the second one. Number three, FBI participation in Black Lives Matter activities. That means undercovers. Okay, they don't want the names. They want to know the scope of it. You can't give them the names. All right, number four, Fusion GPS misdeeds. What does the FBI know about that? Number five, pulling agents off violent crimes to work January 6th prosecutions. So Heritage wants to know how many FBI agents were involved in uh, arresting January 6th protesters um, and whether they were pulled off other criminal details. And finally, um, they want to compare standards of prosecutions from Trump to Biden, whether that's changed. So the Freedom of Information Act gives court access to journalists when government agencies won't cooperate, and that's what this is. I think, Heritage, you'll get a lot of the information. The courts will order it. But again, will the FBI be honest in handing over what it has? I don't trust the FBI. I'm sure many of you don't. Um, it's, a, it's a real shame how, how low that agency has fallen. Right, let's go over to France, and uh, there's riots all over the place there um, because they want to raise the pension age from 62 to 64, just a two-year raise because they don't have any money. 
So you got to understand this is what socialism is. The French government pays all the pensions, not the individual corporations. Okay. And they pay health care and they pay education and they tax the French people up to their eyebrows. So the French people don't have a lot of income in the bank and they need to have their pensions and they don't want to put the age up. So it's crazy. I mean, if you fly into France, you better change your schedule. Um, a fifth of the flights to uh, Charles de Gaulle in Paris have been canceled and a third to Orly in Paris have been canceled. All right. You can't go anywhere. and Everybody's on strike. So there was some uh, polling. Seventy four percent of French people under the age of 35 don't want the pensions raised, even though it doesn't affect them for 30 years. Fifty six percent of the French people support the strikes and the protests. This is going to happen here in the United States. So right now we have a sliding scale between 62 and 67. You can put in for Social Security and, and uh, Medicare and, and all the entitlements that you paid into. Okay? And the French people pay into it, too. As I said, they take their tax money. So in America, we pay into all this. And then you can decide when you want to draw it out. You have to draw it out at 67 and a half. Has to come out and to you. But the government has looted the Social Security and Medicare funds for other things. <laughs> Should be against the law, but it's not. So there's not enough money in the 2030s, coming up fast, to pay the entitlements. So you have to raise the age. And they'll raise it from 65, instead of 62 to 67, it'll be 65 to 70. Now we'll have some trouble here. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But that's what has to happen. It will happen. So get ready. Not for people, there'll be a, an age cutoff, probably about 45. But the people who are approaching won't, won't be affected. They'll make that compromise. Oklahoma votes uh, to reject a legalized recreational marijuana. Good for Oklahoma. Um, I was going to do the states that have it, the states that don't. I'm not even going to bother with that. Um, you know in your state whether you have it. We have it in New York. It's hurting the kids already. I mean, I'll just give you one in New York. So there's marijuana shops all over the city. So heroin addicts go in, they, they get the weed, all right? And they come out, and they don't smoke weed. They want heroin or fentanyl, whatever. So they uh, get the edibles, the gummy bears with the THC on it. 
and then they sell the edibles to the kids. So before the classes begin in middle schools and high schools, there's a line of pushers out on the street selling edibles, marijuana edibles, to children who then ingest them and go into school. Okay? Like that? That good? So as I mentioned, I'm writing Killing the Witches, and this is about demonic possession. That's what it's about. You strip it all down. So uh, in Salem, Massachusetts, Massachusetts Bay Colony, um, the Puritans came over and they believed in demonic possession. They believed that uh, the devil could come in, make you a witch, which is do the devil's bidding. That's the pipeline. Puritans believed that. The people who came over on the Mayflower, primarily Puritans, believed it. In Europe, they believed it. Now, there are 32 mentions of demonic possession in the Bible. This is the stuff that we get in, for our book. 16 in the Old Testament, all right, way back, Moses mentioned it, and 16 in the New Testament. If you're a Bible reader or know anything about the Bible, Jesus cast out spirits, demonic possession. In modern times, and we do get into modern times in killing the witches. So we get all through that and then we kind of accelerate to now. Most people don't believe in an active devil, Satan, demonic possession. They don't believe that there is a malevolent presence on this planet that can actually hurt you. So, Dugard and I have been investigating that. <laughs> I've got to tell you something. There's some unbelievable stuff about it, it's very quiet because the media, of course, ah, ah, ah. some in the media even deny that Jesus existed. That's how out there they are. So you got to be kind of careful. And we are. We're documenting everything. But I believe it. I do. I believe there's a force of evil that's present on this planet. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.